Letter thirty four of Clarissa Harlow, Volume three. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Clarissa Harlow, Volume three by Samuel Richardson. Letter thirty four. Miss Clarissa Harlow in continuation monday morning april seventeenth late as i went to bed i have had very little rest sleep and i have quarrelled and although i court it it will not be friends i hope its fellow irreconcilables at harlow place enjoy its balmy comfort else that will be an aggravation of my fault my brother and sister i dare say want it not mr lovelace who is an early riser as well as i joined me in the garden about six and after the usual salutations asked me to resume our last night's subject it was upon lodgings at london he said i think you mentioned one to me sir did you not yes madam but watching the turn of my countenance rather as what you would be welcome to than perhaps approve of i believe so too to go to town upon an uncertainty i own is not agreeable but to be obliged to any persons of your acquaintance when i want to be thought independent of you and to a person especially to whom my friends are to direct to me if they vouchsafe to take notice of me at all is an absurd thing to mention he did not mention it as what he imagined i would accept but only to confirm to me what he had said that he himself knew of none fit for me has not your family madam some one tradesman they deal with who has conveniences of this kind i would make it worth such a person's while to keep his secret of your being at his house traders are dealers in pins said he and will be more obliged by a penny customer than by a pound present because it is in their way yet will refuse neither any more than a lawyer or a man of office his fee my father's tradesmen i said would no doubt be the first employed to find me out so that that proposal was as wrong as the other and who is it that a creature so lately in favour with all her friends can apply to in such a situation as mine but must be at least equally the friends of her relations we had a good deal of discourse upon the same topic but at last the result was this he wrote a letter to one mr dolman a married man of fortune and character i accepting to mr belford desiring him to provide decent apartments ready furnished i had told him what they should be 
for a single woman consisting of a bedchamber another for a maidservant with the use of a dining-room or parlour this letter he gave me to peruse and then sealed it up and dispatched it away in my presence by one of his own servants who having business in town is to bring back an answer i attend the issue of it holding myself in readiness to set out for london unless you my dear advise the contrary End of letter 34